today I'm going to talk about the drive for more, the yearning for more, the yearning for more learning, the looking out there outside of yourself often and or always getting, maybe you're learning to get comfortable with the feelings inside you that just drive you to want more, to learn more, to desire more, to see that there is more out there and you're just actually one of those people. So I guess I'd like you to rest assured that there's obviously a lot of different kinds of personalities in the world, but there's two seriously different ones. And one is people that are definitely happy with the status quo and how things are. And I don't know if it's because they're more driven by fear and logically they look at more of the things that will go wrong. Maybe, I don't know, but I'm definitely not one of those. I'm one that's often referred to in business and mindset books as the growth mindset you might have heard of that there's either the the growth mindset or can't remember what the other one is it's like the stay stay mindset up it's not quite that but you get what I mean and I don't like that analogy to be honest I think that that makes it sound like one is better than the other and I don't believe that to be true I think as long as you're happy either way it's fine so I guess I want to explore or talk about go into some tips on how to learn to sit with being happy if you are one of these people that is wanting to constantly learn and wanting to constantly grow and wanting to constantly better yourself and reaching out to be constantly learning growing and doing whatever it is to get yourself I guess to be a better version of yourself I've philosophically realized I think within myself that because that is my personality type the only thing I can put it down to is I'm just always happy to be up leveling to the next version of the best version of me because then I become a better mom I become a better partner I get better at running my business I get better at allowing more money into my life I get better at allowing and attracting more amazing friends into my life and things and circumstances just get better and better and it's not that life even at any time doesn't throw you a curveball because everybody's life does that's just part of what it seems is the human existence hey it's not that at all it's that the better I get at controlling the mindset and understanding the way brain waves work and doing whatever tools that takes to manage that for example exercise and meditation for me it is it's whatever it is on your list but the better that is then the more able I guess I'm able to cope with different stresses and up level things and move faster and or slower and or accept that things are how they are and or have the hard conversation if that needs to be had and or actually put my finger on whatever it is that's going on in life that is stopping the thing and then being able to move through that to get to the next level aka the next level of success or whatever that might be for you. So if any of that ramble has made sense and you do identify yourself as one of these people that is of the growth mindset, then I guess I'm talking to you because it can and it has, I guess, for the first couple of decades of my life when I started reading self-improvement books at the, the age of 14, I got my first one. I think it was called The Magic of Thinking Big. Great book, actually. And then I could identify it. Then I could identify that I was all of a sudden thinking differently to the people around me, namely, you know, the people that are around you at that age and namely my family. I felt like I was so much more positive. And ever since then, I've been told um, to just be a realist. 
but that's because I have a lot of logical quote-unquote people in my life but and it turns out like now I'm in my 40s I'm still not a realist I mean I think I'm quite real but I'm also conscious that with a better attitude you can actually create anything and you can handle things better as well so it's really been a tool that's been very useful and something else that I've learned I've become comfortable with in my 40s now is that the answer is definitely not outside myself if I'm looking for a silver bullet to do with anything and that's often calming down and pulling away from things and then just learning to self-manage actually means that the answer will become available and that the answer is always available if I'm willing to do the self-work. Now, I don't mean that I'm not going to be able to learn things from other people because it's definitely how I learn things and how I like to grow. I actually really like being told what to do and following step-by-step instructions on doing things. And I, if I enroll in courses, I do every damn thing that's there. I cross the T's and I dot the I's because I'm going to get my money's worth. I want to be able to say, well, I did the thing and it didn't work or I did the thing and it did work. Um, I've always been one of those people, actually, no matter what course I've done, I guess, like with online mentors, etc. I've called myself the, the unicorn, like I will make it work, whatever, whatever it is, I'll get it to work. So, and I've done so many testimonials for people over the years because I get it to work. Because I actually do the work, that's, that's what it is, to be honest. But because I think as well I'm willing to do the self-work and I try not to actually one of the best courses to do with self-work that I've ever done and it's not that you need to do it it just came at the really right time for me in my life I think it was about 30 maybe 31 and I did it and it was called the landmark forum now you may or may not have heard of it it doesn't really matter I don't care I like the sometimes they can get a bad rap probably haven't heard of it but if you have it would be because somebody close to you has potentially done it and then they haven't stopped talking about it but it was amazing for me because it took me from I was quite depressed after I had my child really turns out I think I was actually just extremely tired (laughs) but I was blaming everything else and everyone else and I was very overweight and it just was really a very dark period in my life but I realized after doing that course and this is why I say it just came at the right moment things just do don't they so I realized it was actually all up to me everything was my responsibility and that's what a a good self-development comes down to anyway doesn't it and when you do take full responsibility for everything you know that you can change things and it also enables you to realize I guess how much more actionable things and how much more gumption and how many more things are actually at your fingertips than what you realize so many more answers to all of the questions that you have are at your fingertips whether you believe in god whether you believe in the universe whether you believe in spirits no matter what that is whether you believe in like napoleon hill i think in either his book think and grow rich or one of his amazing books one of his many amazing books definitely get that book in one of his many amazing books he goes on to talk about the actual mastermind meaning that you can channel people dead or alive to help you answer whatever the questions are that you want to answer meaning for example i was talking to a client about this the other day um she was asking a question and i said okay so what I'm going to get you to do for homework is for you're going to put a timer on and for seven to ten minutes you choose the time you're not going to think of any other subject except 
X, like whatever the question was. It was something to do with marketing, something to do with marketing town or something like that. And I used to do this with contractors that worked with me as well, that as I try to teach them how to wipe their own butt rather than just always wiping their butt for them because, I don't know, that's just kind of the MO that I run things with. I like to teach people to do their own thing, not just always rely on me. I've always been that way with every kind of client actually. Anyway, now, God, I've gone so far off track, I've actually forgotten what I was talking about. That happens sometimes. So, that's right. I was talking about the mastermind effect. So, I would even do that activity with uh, contractors. It's a great one if you haven't done it, where, let's say, for example, you want to think of as many possible marketing, marketing ideas for your business. Or it might be possible things that you could do as another job. Or it might be possible ways to meet other incredible people that will become your friends or it like it really doesn't matter what subject it is just apply it and don't you're not allowed to do anything else for that five or ten minutes but you must sit and think of that sit and think of that thing only with a pen and paper in your hand so there's no device um potentially distracting you for that time frame and actually to be honest this is the Brian Tracy trick is the five or ten minute alarm to stick to one subject because it's quite a short time frame right even I who's scared of commitment can commit to that five or ten minutes and it might be I remember doing this with a contractor actually we were sitting in the gym at the time and we were talking about marketing ideas to get his business to get him known and to get his business growing which I was helping him do but over the course of 12 months actually but it was just a really good activity and we came up with things like we came up with things like look and this is quite quite a while before social media was very big it was like at least in 2000 and I think it was around 2008 yeah probably 2008 2009 so if you're listening to this it that social media wasn't very big then Facebook existed I had an account but I only had an account to show my um, in-laws who were in another state to me at a time um, the pictures of my baby Stella when she was the baby anyway we came up with back to the ideas so we came up with ideas of what to do with marketing and stuff but back to the mark, market ma- masterminding and how you can actually pull other ideas in here and this is the Napoleon Hill idea and then I'll tell you what we came up with is that you actually say, I wonder what Einstein would think. It's as simple as that. I wonder what Einstein would think about this. Or I wonder what Richard Branson would think about this. Or I wonder what Kate would think about this. The person that you want to channel actually doesn't even have to be there. Now, this is a very bizarre theory if you haven't heard anything like this before. But whether you believe it or not, it's irrelevant. It was actually a theory on brainwaves that Einstein discovered and all the great minds in the world that Napoleon Hill has interviewed do this stuff. Now, the people could be dead or they can be alive, the ones that you channel. Just try it. You know how you weirdly sometimes get ideas and you don't really know where they came from, you just kind of wake up with them. That stuff actually needs to be actioned. That's a whole nother topic to speak on. Now, I'm going to go back to tell you what we actually had on the notepad while we were doing this meeting of marketing for this guy and his business. While he was working for me, actually, as a contractor, but I still wanted to teach him how to do stuff, teach him how to think. And some of the stuff we came up with was getting in local media, um, 
actually going in and offering sessions as a thanks for having pamphlets and cards in the shops to the business owners instead of just going into shops and actually, you know, saying, here's your stuff. Here's my card. Please give it out. And that won't work because guess what? Nobody's going to give your card out or recommend your services unless they have a relationship with you. They've used your services and they like you. Wouldn't that make sense? Yes. So there's probably pretty much no point putting cards in anyone's um, office or pamphlets in anyone's shop. Like really, I mean, you can, but it's a very cold, long drawn out, arduous way to attract business. And it's definitely not the first point of call as far as actually making your business work or getting leads. Please don't rely on that if you're trying to get leads that way. Everyone that's in the shop is probably on their phone anyway, so you'd be better off to pay for Facebook ads. But more importantly, and even better than that, is just to develop relationships. So that's the tackle going down. And we talked about getting into the local media as far as what were we going to be able to contribute. So we were going to write, and we did, write articles as far as, because his thing was, at the time, was sports. He was really into sports. So we looked up the sporting events that were going to happen around, I'm going to give you an example, because here's one that I remember fresh a sporting example that was around running. So think of fun runs and think of how you could actually provide some programs or some some inside information or some free stuff to the newspaper, i.e. guys, like you know what I'm talking about with a newspaper, remember those things? Well, they're in a large amount of circulation and as long as hopefully the journalist that writes your story will actually your website you'll get some people to your website you should have a lead magnet on there meaning some way to capture people's email addresses because that's pretty much all your all your website is for basically it's not really there as a brochure of here's what i do here's how fabulous i am contact me here people aren't generally going to do that although sometimes they will if you're lucky but i'm generalizing sometimes they will but it definitely needs to be used as a lead magnet from that perspective online's a whole nother game so we were with him at the time with the notepad looking at how do we build relationships how do I get him known because he was so shy and yeah I know actually he came up with an idea too of doing some stuff with some local teams I can't remember if they were football teams or basketball teams but they were a local sports team so he did that he went and did some free sessions to get known with them and then give them a program as well because guys I mean if you're a personal trainer listen to this you're pretty much used to doing a lot of free sessions but what I'm always really surprised at is the amount of people that start a business in any kind of consulting or coaching realm and they're not willing to do any kind of free work at all and when I say free work I mean it could be just a chat with somebody Um, because I, I just think you kind of need that especially to get started you really need that when you're launching either a new project or into a new niche so you might be an experienced coach, but you're launching into a new niche. So it's a new kind of business. It's a new model. It's a new business. So why wouldn't you be open to having a couple of conversations with people? Like somebody messaged me last night and said, yes, I'd love to do that session. Like it's in a chat. And, but how much will it be? And my husband will be there too because he owns the gym. I said, that's fine. But well, I don't know if I can help you yet. So let's just have a quick chat for free. And she's just blown away because I really am willing to do that with her for free because it'll be quite short it'll be succinct she'll get a lot of value out of it but I'll really get if I can help her before I'm actually going to engage in her engage her in engaging me as any kind of business consultant to help her I don't know if I can help her yet and she doesn't know if she can help me so 
you could call that not valuing your time. You can call it whatever you like. But the way my business model works, and there are so many variations of business models, it's actually not funny. But the way my business model works with me is I do as much stuff as I can for free, as much as I can fit into my calendar. That's got to do with connecting with human beings and because that stuff actually just makes me feel good because I like humans. And then I have a course that's actually very expensive to do where obviously people get really great results. And that's a very select criteria of people that go into that course. So it's not for everybody. But I certainly don't offer it to everybody that I speak to, nor are they even contacting me necessarily about that. And nor does it actually matter. So there's actually some great, there's a great book and I will make sure I... It's a great book. Actually, I'm just going to tell you what it is so you could look it up, but I'll try to put the reference of the book near this audio as well. It's by a lady called Denise Duffield Thomas, and I'll put the link here somewhere. It's one of her newer books. I think it's called Chillpreneur. In that, she explains so many variations of business models um, in the online space that you can use, like coach, consultant, mentorship, mastermind, um, online programs, all that kind of stuff. So... And she calls herself chillpreneur as in like she thinks she's lazy. She doesn't do heaps of work because it's not necessarily about that. But it's honestly, it's about working with your personality. So I like to work fast. I like to put out a lot of stuff. I like to do a lot of content. I like to help a lot of people. But it's because the volume that I guess I got used to as a personal trainer is pretty high. So I'm used to a lot of transactions and busyness during the day. You know what it's like if you're coach or if sometimes if you're a coach and you're just going online and then you're starting to coach people one-on-one and you're starting to help them one-on-one but you're not used to that volume or you're not used to consultations and different personalities and stuff that can be actually quite taxing so guys as personal trainers actually launching the online version you get to um, just know that it's actually not that hard because it can be you know conversation it can just literally be a conversation to start with until you get too busy and then you can run things in groups but more on that on another podcast i hope this has been helpful because i really want to make you feel better if you are one of those people that is like constantly on the search there is no magic bullet it really is about putting your blinkers on listen to one person's advice only the internet is at the moment at the stage of making this audio 2020 if anything the internet actually makes it more confusing because you know who do you listen to and you might download this person's free thing and do that person's free thing and whatever and they're usually that usually is great but it's often the tip of the iceberg you do need to go into it further but put the blinkers on if you're going to do that or if you're going to do some kind of free method that you've looked up on google and that's fine but again Put the blinkers on and don't do anything else like don't try to compare it with this and compare it with that or use part of that person's model and part of that person's model unless that suits you and it's actually working for you but if something's not working for you then i swear you've actually just got to put the blinkers on because you don't know unless you fully commit to whatever the thing is that you're doing you actually don't know if the method's working or not and understanding your personality is to the fact that if you are one of those people that's always looking and always searching and always wanting to grow and always wanting to get better, that's not going to go away. I think it's a very large part of the basis of who you are. You can definitely get calmer about it. There's definitely a lot of self-work to do and self-love and appreciation and understanding your values and that kind of stuff before um, life can become a little bit easier and calmer for you. 
but it's probably not going to go away and I promise there's absolutely nothing wrong with you because the logical people will tell us that there's something wrong with us there's not we just like growing I just like being the best version of myself because if I don't if I don't try if I don't sort that stuff out in my head then I've noticed I'll become like I get angry quicker I'll become reactive and I certainly don't like that that definitely makes life and just the week-to-week day-to-day stuff bumpier and less enjoyable and that is not I don't think the purpose of having this life if any of that resonates with you if you've got any questions about any of that stuff I have talked about a lot of different stuff feel free to send me a message I'll make sure my contact details are around this but otherwise go and help people with whatever it is the passion that you do kick some ass kick your own and have a good time talk to you soon Thank you.